Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today we're going to talk about bonding with your cat. We talk a lot about bonding with your cat, but today's going to be slightly different in that. But before we dive into that, let me introduce my handsome husband and wonderful co-host, Dewey Vaughn. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and hello, my beautiful, sweet love. I am just really kind of thinking that we should start off with a bonding tip of the week, right? <laughs> well, this whole show is going to be a bonding tip. <laughs> I know. That's what's kind of got me thrown off because usually you do that anyway, right? Right. Well, yeah. So, yes, we need a Vitacraft bonding tip of the week. Yes. And, How all do right. you do that? <laughs> well, this week's bonding tip aside from what we're going to talk about in the show, is to provide your cat mental stimulation. Because, you know, think about it. If we're not intellectually challenged or have problems to solve, we tend to get a little bored, and so does your cat. And so one of the best ways to bond with your cat and give mental stimulation is to give them food puzzles. And one of the best things is to put in food puzzles is meaty morsels and purr sticks. The meaty morsels really smell good. So anytime I get those out and I put them in a food puzzle, and that's really important that that the treats are kind of stinky in a food puzzle because that really encourages the cat to get in there and figure it out and, and figure how to get those treats out. And Pico has several food puzzles. He has... We carry two on our website. One's just a simple ball that you put treats in and you bat it around and it falls out holes. The other is a fish bowl, which is a little more challenging because they have to learn to actually scoop their foot, their paw into the top of the food puzzle and scoop the treats out and get it that way. And then we have others that are more complicated with compartments that have to slide. And sometimes they have to move two things to actually reveal the treat. So they've got to figure out, I've got to move this first and then slide that over and then I get to the treat. So it's great to give your cat mental challenges. Do that this week. Give them a mental challenge with a food puzzle. And you don't have to be store-bought either. You can, there are plenty of like make your own do-it-yourself food puzzles. Just Google that and you'll find a bunch of them because it's important that cats have mental challenges and problems to solve. So bond with your cat this week through food puzzles. Yeah, you know, and I love watching Pico do his food puzzles. It's amazing how they eventually figure everything out. It's rare that we uh, go back to the food puzzle and he hasn't solved each one of the little drawers or, you know, one of the little doors or whatever it was that he's working on. He's, he's pretty good. So let's talk about the this bonding episode here that you're wanting to kick off. Because, 
you know, since you do bonding tips of the week, I'm surprised you decided to do such an episode like this. Um, aren't you already telling everyone each week how to bond with a cat? I mean, this, this, <laughs> yeah. we're just going to culminate everything you've talked about for a while. No, no, no. I, you're right. Each week when I do the bonding tip, I usually give a specific tip, you know, like give them mental stimulation and, and challenges and problems to solve. That's a specific bonding tip. Today, I want to talk more of an overall strategy of kind of what makes cats want to bond with you. That's where I was going today. Like how, you know, like how to be more loving with your cats so they want to be reciprocating that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to figure out how much more can we bond with our cat with all the things that we already are doing and and then get that cat to reciprocate. That's 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 amazing if you can figure that out. Well, sort of, but what I really want to talk about is the frame of mind, the your cat's frame of mind. Because cats want to be in control of all things in their environment and that includes you, right? <laughs> so you let you let them be the boss around you and you'll feel more bonded that makes sense i guess <laughs> yeah so, something like that yeah your cat has to think that things are his idea right because our idea of bonding can be totally different than their idea okay so it's kind of like don't give her a gift you like give her what she wants Right, right. Like our friend Tim, who gives his wife golf clubs for Christmas. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like that. And Nan's golf club, too, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, no, no, no. You want to give, you want to give the cat what the cat wants. For instance, if you want your cat to come snuggle with you, you know, oftentimes you have to play hard to get, meaning, you know, you have to let him think that it was his idea, not yours. You know, it's like yesterday, I got up early and I was sitting on the sofa and I was patting the sofa and I was like, come on, come on, Pico, come up here and cuddle with me. Come cuddle with me. And he kept looking at me and thinking about it. But no, he didn't want to do that. And it wasn't until I totally ignored him that he decided, OK, now that she's messing around with her phone. I'm going to get up there on my own time and on my own self and get up there and, and get in her lap and cuddle with her. And the other thing you can do is entice them. You know, that, that worked. I kind of gave him the idea, hey, come up here. And he was like, nope, nope, you're working too hard at it. Something must not be right. And so long as I let him think it was his idea, then he was comfortable with it. But we also, when we're sitting on the sofa, we've got this big fuzzy blanket and we'll pull that fuzzy blanket down. And that also m makes him like, oh, the fuzzy blanket. Yeah, I want to get up there and be with the fuzzy blanket. So you can entice them, but not usually, at, at least not our cat. And I have heard a lot of people have cats that just won't get out of their lap. They're like, gosh, my cat's always in my lap, but <laughs> ours isn't. And we would love to bond with him more cuddling. Ah, yeah. Okay. So uh, when you're saying, you know, play hard to get with your cat, and I'm sure this is much like what you've said in the past about letting them pet themselves too, where you just kind of sit, put your hand out, let them come to you and pet themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, like with Pico, we just, 
you hold your hand down there and he sniffs it and then he'll rub his teeth against your hand and then he'll rub his side of his face and his chin and then he might rub against your legs and he'll he'll pop up and headbutt your butt or your hand or whatever happens to be close enough and so he's he's basically petting himself with your body parts but you also have to be real careful because you know he was sitting on the counter the other day where you normally feed him and he's just sitting there looking cute and so i thought all right well he's looking cute i'm gonna reach out and pet him well no he nipped at me right because i initiated it he didn't initiate it so if i had walked by and simply stuck my hand out in front of his face if he were interested in being pet he would have leaned into my hand and if he didn't then i would know that was the sign to move on but no I had to reach out and pet him, <laughs> and he let me know, this is not a petting time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let them be in charge when and how the bonding happens, right? So mm-hmm. that's a good tip, I, I would imagine, because I know I've used that quite often. But what if they prefer no contact or keep their distance because they're relieved that you're not really reaching out to pet them most all the time? Well. Yeah, cats are social, you know, they they really are social creatures. So even the most unsocialized cat will eventually reach out for interaction at some point. And even if it's just a thank you, and really that's the second tip, you know, freely give them things like food and treats and toys and don't expect anything in return. You know, like I do... Uh, I do treat toss with Pico. I keep these treats in my my desk drawer and I'll pull them out, toss them across the floor. He goes, runs and chases them and then eats them. Well, now he'll come up and he'll sit next to my desk and stare at me. And then he comes up and he reaches up and he taps on my arm. He taps me like three times, tap, tap, tap. And then he'll rub on my legs and it's just super adorable right so i you know that always makes me go oh you're so cute he's loving on me and then i pull out the treats and do treat toss so basically he has me really well trained (laughs) (laughs) you know that sounds like you're covertly training them to love you (laughs) well you could you could put it like that you know if if i freely give surprise treats then he's going to begin to come seek me out for them, right? So at first, when I first started it, I just would treat toss and, you know, just out of the blue whenever I saw him nearby. Well, now he actually comes and, you know, finds these cute little ways to beg for them. And then I turn around and reward those cute little behaviors like the arm tap. So I'm rewarding the behaviors that I want to see more of. Like, I think it's adorable that he comes up to my chair and reaches up and taps me lightly on the yeah, arm. That is so cute. Yeah. You know, so even though that came after the treats, I freely gave the treats. Then he came back seeking me out for more of that and went, Hey, that's really cool when you do that. And, and was trying to, um, you know, trying to get my attention. So, and now I reward him for that. So now he comes right up, taps me on the arm, knows it's treat toss time. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what's another tip for bonding? Another tip would be to respect the time limits, you know, and and when you do, they will come seek you out for affection more often. So don't don't just push it, you know, don't uh, don't sit there and go, well, I'm really liking this cuddling. I'm going to just keep petting the cat until the cat doesn't want to be pet anymore. Respect those time limits, pet a little bit and then stop and then you know, maybe the cat will put his paw on your hand, like do some more or rub the side of his face into your hand. Like, yeah, pet me some more. They'll give you signs when they want more. And if they don't give you those signs, then you need to respect that some cats just have time limits on, you know, how long they want to be touched and pet. You know, I can see how all these things would make the cat feel in control. <laughs> they mm-hmm. get they get to initiate the petting sessions. They get to control how long they last, and they get to decide what cute things they're going to do to get your attention. <laughs> I can see mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. are there other tips exactly. you could share uh, now with us? Yeah, I, you know, I would say look at your cat, at, but don't stare at it. You know, acknowledge them, talk to them as you're walking through a room. You know, when you're going through the room, your cat's in that room. Look at the cat and say, hi, hi, Pico, what are you doing up there? You're being a lazy boy out sleeping up there, you know, and then (laughs) keep walking through the room, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I like it when you look at me and acknowledge me and with a kiss when you're walking through the room. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. And I do too. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but, but, you know, if you reached out and grabbed me every time I walked by, then I wouldn't feel in control of that in, in interaction. And it, it would make it f- less genuine, you know, and feel more like your idea if I didn't get to initiate that sometimes. So it's, Im- it's important. You know, I, I know when we go on a, a trip or, or when we get back, you know, and we've gone, been gone for a little while, Pico always greets us at the door and lays out on the floor and rolls around and wants us to pet his belly, you know, and that's certainly a cool bonding moment. It's kind of like, hi guys, I know you've been gone. Hello, mm-hmm. see you back. But he, he's he's kind of like your dad in that in that respect. We don't have to be gone but fifteen minutes, and he does. He <laughs> acts true. like we've been gone a week, you know. Yeah. And it, and it is, and I think it is a genuine. I missed you, and I'm happy you're home. And he kind of rolls around and wiggles on the floor, and then we reward it by doing what he wants, which is to pet his belly. And tell him how happy we are to see him, because you know that that paying attention encourages him to do it more and that's a special bonding moment for all of us you know we walk in the door and we try to make sure our hands aren't too full and we stop and we acknowledge of course you can't nod he's like laying right in front of where you walk and so you have to stop and go Pico we missed you too and pet him and let him say hello yeah Mm -hmm. you know he leans into me you know, when I'm up there uh, fixing to fix his food or I'm cleaning out his bowl, getting ready to fix that, and he, he gives me a little hug, you know, leans into me, and then he reaches up, gives a little kiss, you know, while I'm feeding him. It's just, and, you know, he started all that on his own. I didn't teach him how to do that at all, but that was really cool. 
Yeah, exactly. And that that's a really good example about what I was saying about giving something freely and not in exchange for affection. And then they'll actually be affectionate in thanks, you know, like when I feed him, he's funny. He has these different routines with you and I, it's, it's totally different. And yeah. so when, when I put his food bowl down, he won't eat out of it unless I let him thank me. So I put his bowl down. I have to wait for him to walk over and he rubs against my leg and rubs against my hands and then, and usually he's leaning on me and then he smells the food and we'll start to eat. But if I'm in a hurry and I just put that bowl down and I don't wait for him to come over and do that, oftentimes those are the meals he won't eat. He He's like, you know, we have to have this little thank you session. Then I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I notice he jumps up on the bed and he cuddles with you and that's Certainly a good bonding moment for sure. Yeah, he and and you know I did I didn't certainly didn't teach him to do that, and I can't make him do that. You know I have to let him decide when and how that's going to happen, so he feels in control. You know, secretly I'm I'm saying to myself, "Come cuddle, come cuddle," but you know when I say it out loud and I pat the bed and I call him, he never comes. You know, I and <laughs> that's for sure. That's funny. Sometimes he does, though. I mean, when you get the turkey out, he's well. He does yeah. a lot of that. He'll he'll walk sixteen miles for turkey or yeah. licking life. And yeah, <laughs> but clear there that clearly there are specific things you can do to bond with your cat. And I know this because you are doing weekly bonding tips for uh, for Vitacraft and and for the, all those out there. Yeah, well, of course there are, but, you know, uh, like today's bonding tip, providing mental stimulation, you know, you're you're really giving them treats and closed-in problem-solving, but they know who gave the treat to begin with. You know, and yeah, I suppose if you don't reward their attempts to bond, then they'll probably give up, I would think, just like anybody else or anything else, right? So, like, if you never respond to my intentions to bond or my attempts to bond with you, then, you know, eventually they would just not do it and stop. Yeah. And, 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 and I, absolutely. If we miss their sometimes subtle cues that they want to interact, you know, they'll decide that wasn't effective and might try something different. You know, they, they might, they might even give up, but I, you know, like I said, cats are pretty social and they'll probably just find other ways, you know, they might even try something you don't want, you know, like nipping at you. Yeah. So, you know, they'll, they'll resort to something that absolutely gets your attention. Then you have to pay attention to it. And then you're rewarding the bad behavior, not the cute behavior and the little cuddly behavior that you want. So it's, it's always important to be paying attention to what your cat is trying to tell you. Yeah, and I can see how it's easy to get busy, miss some of those clues. You know, you get home from work late, your car's full of groceries, you have to unload, then you jump into making the family dinner. You might not notice the cat looking at you adorably and going, hey, what about me? <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. Can I can see it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. We oftentimes get too busy to acknowledge, you know, and, um, you know, but the, 
But the bottom line is to pay attention to them when they're seeking it out and be observant of their subtle clues that they want something from you. You know, and I can see how it might continue to go on. Also, you know, get easy to get busy like we all do. And you don't have time for some of the bonding stuff. And it seems like all you do is either scold the kitty or shoo the kitty away from places you don't want it. And it feels kind of rejected at some point. Yeah, I can see where the bonding might just kind of disappear. Yeah, yeah, it, it can get like that. And and we have to be responsible for our relationships with our furry family members, just like our two-legged family members. You know, they they reserve, they deserve respect and love just like everybody else in the house. And, you know, sometimes if you have multiple cats, it can get to where you have favorites and you stop paying as much attention to the wallflower cats or the older ones who might be slowing down a bit. You know, they they all want to interact in their own way. And we have to be willing to recognize that. And we have to make time to meet them where they are, which means, you know, you might have a super outgoing lap cat who hogs all the attention but sometimes you got to put that cat in another room and spend times with your your more shy ones yeah you know okay i'm gonna go bond with pico now let's wrap this all up <laughs> uh, <yay. laughs> so listen all you folks out there listening to the show uh if you have any questions for molly or you would like to send something to her as an idea you can email her Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, at cattalkradio.com. You can also help us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Instagram. and all Yes. You can also help us by making a small donation and helping keep us on the air, you know, because this is not free to produce this podcast, and we bring this to you for no charge, and we're building up a library of information for you to learn and, and put to use with your cats and hopefully that's going to make them happier and better behaved and it cuts down eventually on cats being surrendered to shelters and we're going to keep doing this as long as shelter shelter euthanasia is the number one one cause of death death in cats (laughs) thanks for tuning in today everybody until next time keep calm and purr on yes thank you everybody goodbye Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. 
Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.